Welcome to the Ready to Buy podcast. The podcast for busy young professionals like you to help get yourself and keep yourself ready to buy your dream home and keep your finances in shape. We know just how daunting it can feel, which is why over the coming weeks and months, we'll be discussing and simplifying moving, mortgages and money, whilst hearing from some industry experts to help build your knowledge, understanding and confidence to be in the best shape you can be. The Ready to Buy podcast is brought to you by me, Mark Humphrey of MHC Mortgage and Protection Limited. And with over 20 years of experience in the mortgage industry, we help and support people like you buy their homes on a daily basis. We are passionate about making the process simple, easy, hassle and stress-free for all of our clients and we'll be sharing our knowledge, experience and loads of useful hints and tips throughout the series. You can find out more about us at mhcmortgages.co.uk and to make sure you never miss an episode, you can subscribe at any podcast app out there, including of course Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts and Amazon. Welcome to today's episode, use a trusted mortgage broker or do it yourself. And so it's a common consideration now, often driven by a number of things, things like that we've always banked with our bank, whoever that may be, usually on the high street. So we thought it'd best to go and see them to get a mortgage, see that so often. And it's a topic I've been keen to talk about on the podcast because I feel really qualified to discuss it because I've seen it from all three sides. And when I say three sides, I've talked a bit about this on the podcast before. I work for Abbey National, who, of course, are now Santander. I worked there for about five years and several of those as a mortgage advisor within a branch. I'm now a whole of market mortgage broker and run MHC Mortgage Protection Limited. And I've been mortgage broking for over four years in this guise. And also I've organized mortgages for myself, both directly organizing it myself back quite a few years ago now and through a broker as well. So I've seen it from all angles. And I think when you really understand the pros and cons, for me, it's a fairly simple choice to make. And in the title of the episode today, I say trusted mortgage broker. I think this is really important, along with the term whole of market mortgage broker. So whole of market, meaning simply a broker that's got access to all or most of the lenders across the market. And I say trusted, we're making a real assumption here that you've got a good mortgage broker. There are a lot of mortgage brokers around and like with anything, there are some really good ones and that's certainly what we strive to be at MHC Mortgages and there are some less good ones and so the assumption here is that you find a really good one, someone that's going to look after you not just now but for many years to come and I think that's really important to distinguish the the difference there. Now, we'll have another episode where we talk about choosing the right mortgage broker for you and choosing one that can support you through your mortgage life. But for now, obviously, you want a good one. And so let's consider your situation now. So let's say you're looking to organise a mortgage 
and it might be you're looking to buy your first home or your next home or even that your mortgage is coming to an end and you're looking simply to remortgage and that's fine and so what do you do do you go straight to your bank do you do a bit of research yourself whether you walk up and down the high street or whether you look online or do you go and use your trusted mortgage broker or do you go and find your trusted mortgage broker I'm going to change the question slightly and look at it from a slightly different angle. And so what is important and what's precious to you would be my question. And I've come up with a few different things, again, from my experience over the years. For me, time, certainly important to me and none of us have enough of it. And that's why it's number one. Money, again, that's really important to most of us, keeping our stress levels low, So none of us want to be carrying more stress than we probably already do. Hassle, we don't want hassle, fairly closely linked with stress, but we don't want hassle, we don't want extra work, we don't want things going wrong and having to to deal with things over and above what we already do through our work, through our family lives and all things. Feeling supported as well, we all want to feel supported and Sometimes just want to have someone to bounce ideas off and and sort of second, uh, get second opinions. And peace of mind. We want peace of mind to know that we're doing the right thing and not just for us, but for our families as well. So time, let's start with time. So when we consider our options when it comes to time, let's look at each and every one of those. So if we go straight to our bank, great. It may take a bit of time to actually book an appointment. Now, depending on who your bank is, I've known waits of up to six, seven, eight weeks just to get an appointment. And that was actually a telephone appointment. So you're not guaranteed that you're going to be able to see someone straight away, particularly if you work long hours during the week. It may be difficult to get those weekend slots or those Saturday or Saturday morning slots if your bank's even open at the weekend. Or it may simply be that you have to be on a a phone call, which is fine. So that's to get your initial appointment. You might take a bit more time. So if you're researching which lender you want to go to, to do it yourself, you may spend some time online doing some research. Or actually, you might be going to these different lenders, different banks and building societies, maybe on the high street, and booking a number of different appointments in. And of course, that really will take you sometime whichever way you look to do that and if you look for your mortgage broker yes you want to find a good one and yes it's worth taking a little bit of time to research read reviews get recommendations as I said we've got another episode which covers this but after a little bit of work there then it really shouldn't with most mortgage brokers I know certainly speak for us at MHC it's very quick to organize an appointment and whether that's during the day, whether that's in the evening, possibly weekends, you should be able to get an appointment pretty soon. Now, in terms of the actual appointment itself, so now it's booked and we've taken a bit of time to do that, the actual appointments themselves shouldn't be too different. Your advisor, whether it's in a bank, whether it's your broker, will want to get to know you, will complete more than likely a fact find, which is getting some information about you, your situation, your income, your job history, your address history, family, credit commitments, all sorts of different things. So they can really start to understand how you're going to be able to afford the mortgage to start to look at 
actually how much you can borrow. And so they can really build up a good picture of your situation, understand what you're trying to achieve. If you're looking to buy, where are you looking to buy? What sort of price range? What sort of properties? All those types of things. And they'll be able to glean that from you relatively quickly. So that part shouldn't take more than an hour with whichever way you look at it. From that point on, it's a case of they'll take some documentation from you. Now, I can speak from a broker myself. We will ask for everything electronically. We'll ask you to upload it to our portal. It will be things like bank statements, pay slips. Again, should be electronically stored anyway, should be quite straightforward. Some identification and can go away and research your options. The difference here being if you're speaking with a whole of market mortgage broker, when they go away and research your options, they're going to be looking at the whole market. So this is where things really start to, I'd say, accelerate in terms of using a broker, because they'll be able to look at the whole market to understand, A, which lenders will lend to you, and of those, which are most suitable. So it's not just about the one with the lowest rate. Now, if you're doing your research online, for example, to to identify your preferred lender before you then approach them, you may not necessarily be eligible for the rates that you've seen. So depending on your situation, your affordability calculations, quite often lenders will have affordability calculators on their websites that are fairly basic. So maybe make it really clear as to if you've got overtime bonus, commission, additional income, if you've got maintenance, child benefits, or if you're self-employed, how they'll take your income. So you can't be 100% confident at that stage as to whilst it seems that you'll fit their affordability calculations, without actually going through with somebody that maybe has a bit more experience in understanding what the lender is looking for, you may not actually be eligible for that particular lender anyway. So if that's the case, you may find that it's a, I'm really sorry, we can't lend what you want, or we can't help this time, or actually the best we can do is this, which may be okay, but actually who's to say that we can't get a much better rate better deal or borrow more money or be more suitable for you elsewhere. And so from a time perspective, it really could mean that the clock goes back and you start again. So if, for example, you go and see a a lender, you sit with them, you go through all your details, they can only tell you about their proposition and their products and what they can do. And if they're not giving you what you want, you have to start again. You've got to go and explain everything again to somebody else. With your mortgage broker, they're going to research your options from lenders across the whole market. And so they'll be able to tell you from the outset who is the most suitable and competitively priced from those available to you rather than just one. That's sort of the early stages. What then comes in terms of the time, if you use a mortgage broker, they will go direct to the bank for you. They'll get the agreement in principle for you because they've already got your documents and your information And when it gets to the stage that you found a property, you've had your offer accepted, they will submit the application for you. So there's nothing really more for you to do. They'll go away and they'll come back soon after, usually within two or three weeks, with a mortgage offer. And a mortgage offer, as we've said before, is the lender at the point where they've reviewed your information, reviewed your documentation, and valuation has been done, the survey's been done and approved. Everything is done. So from a mortgage perspective, that's already so quite often whilst 
It may likely be a number of phone calls or communications with your broker. It's unlikely that you'll have had to go and sit back in their office for an hour or a couple of hours whilst they complete the application on your behalf. So you may find if you use a a lender directly that you've got to sit on the phone and go through the application with them at that stage. And it may take a fair bit more time. Fast forward even further, once you've had your application submitted, you've had your mortgage offer accepted, your mortgage broker, part of the service they offer, or certainly should offer, I know that's certainly something that we do, is that they will chase your solicitor regularly to get updates and your lender as well, as we said there. They'll be doing all the chasing to make sure that the wheels continue to turn. And believe me, solicitors aren't always the easiest to get hold of. And so in terms of getting updates, they'll keep you updated throughout the process. So that's one less thing for you to worry about from that perspective. And it saves time. And it saves your time. They'll be using their time. Trust me, my team, we do spend time chasing solicitors. So moving on, next up, money. Money is very close to all of our hearts, isn't it? And it actually, it's not money itself. It's what money does for us essentially what it can buy isn't it whether it's material things whether it's choices quite often and so saving money is really really important and we've already talked about the importance of understanding your options from lenders across the whole market your mortgage broker essentially is a one-stop shop in that they will look at lenders across the market rather than just one that your bank will, will be able to do so we've said that Mortgage lenders look at you through an ever slightly different lens. They've all got different rates and products. So if you just go to one, who's to say that they're offering the most competitive rate? Now, you may find there is a mortgage broker fee payable to the broker. We charge £199 uh, MHC mortgage for a standard residential mortgage application, and it's payable at mortgage offer stage. And once everything's been agreed, now, even if we're organizing, say, a, a two year fixed rate, for you, for example, that £199, I believe it represents really good value. Because if you average that out over the course of even two years, quite often, it might be three or five years that we're organising the rate for. Over two years, it equates to under £17 a month. Now, I'd be confident that over the course of those two years, given that we're finding you the most suitable mortgage lender for your circumstances, we're saving you time, we're doing all of this, holding your hand for you, then I think that represents really good value. And ultimately, a good mortgage broker over the course of your whole mortgage over many years to come will save you hundreds, really thousands of pounds, they should be. Definitely not a silly question. Each episode, we like to answer a question that I might have been asked this week. Because something we don't know, no matter how big or small, particularly when it comes to money, mortgages and finance, will cause unnecessary stress. So I say to all of my clients, there really, genuinely are no silly questions. So the question I've been asked this week is, how easy is it for me to book an appointment with you as a mortgage broker and what's the process? Really good question. And at MHC Mortgages, we have an online calendar which links straight into my diary. And so you can book an appointment straight in. So it's literally by following a link, you can see available slots. You go in, you pop your email address, your phone number, and a brief description of what you'd like to discuss. 
and click confirm and that will go into my diary you'll get an email confirmation and a text reminder and you're in and within that we offer both a phone appointment or a zoom so it's entirely up to you what you'd prefer an initial appointment would tend to take between 30 and 45 minutes and so it helps me get a really good understanding of your situation and agree next steps from there so really easy to book an appointment and usually i've got appointments free within the next couple of days if not sooner If you have a question you'd like to ask, anything at all, please contact me, Mark Humphrey, via inquiries at mhcmortgages.co.uk. Not only will I answer your question nice and quickly, but I promise I'll try and share your question in future episodes, as you can be sure you'll not be the only one that's thought of that question. If you're enjoying the podcast, you can help us reach and help many, many more people like yourself by leaving us a five-star review on whichever platform you get your podcast and by sharing the podcast on your social media channels. And so when it comes to money, I want to explain how mortgage brokers get paid as well. So we mentioned there about the mortgage broker fee and that's something that they'll charge to essentially to help their overheads and administer your the service that they provide you with. If it helps to provide a, a great slick service to you, then certainly is worth every penny. Now, mortgage brokers will also get paid a commission from the lender if, say, they organize a mortgage for you. Let's say, for example, your mortgage broker organizes a mortgage through Santander. We mentioned them earlier. And once your mortgage goes through, once your purchase, for example, completes, soon after Santander will pay a, a small commission, also known as a procuration fee, through to your mortgage broker. It tends to be a very small percentage of the loan amount, and that will get paid to them. Now, Santander and every other lender already factor this in when they put together their pricing of a mortgage product, very much in the same way that they factor in their costs of providing a mortgage directly to you. So that would be, for example, through their branch network, through their head office, all of those overheads are a cost. So they factor in costs into the rates that are provided. And so for the majority of the rates out there with Santander and most other banks and building societies, whether you go directly to the lender or whether you go through a mortgage broker, they'll be offering the same products and they'll be the same rates, same fees, and so there's very little difference. On occasion, you may find the odd direct deal that's slightly better in price or rate. And equally, through a mortgage broker, there are intermediary exclusives, which mortgage brokers sometimes have access to, which may be slightly better. So slight swings and roundabouts, but by and large, there's very little difference, whichever you get. I'd also like to say on that note, slight tangent here, but the majority of mortgage brokers will also be able to access the same mortgage product. So one whole of market mortgage broker is more than likely to be able to access the same mortgage products, the same rates, etc. as another whole of market mortgage broker. So again, cover this on another podcast, but I think it's important to show you there that actually 
brokers promising to get you better rates than another whole of market broker is slightly misleading. And I would say, make your choice of mortgage broker based on who you like, who you trust to work for you, rather than empty promises of getting better rates than another. So next, low stress levels. I think we could all do with slightly lower stress levels. And when you hear stats and read things about buying a home or moving home being as stressful or up there as some of the real stressful life events like death and divorce, it's really disappointing, actually, because I don't think it needs to be. For me, certainly in this process, it's the uncertainty of things. It's the not knowing, it's the not understanding, it's not keeping updated. They're all things that will feed into stress levels. So actually, if we can address all of those bits, if you can understand the process, if you've got a good mortgage broker that will explain everything, walk you through the process, I can't emphasize enough, it isn't just about sorting the mortgage and we've done our job, that's it. A good mortgage broker will help you from the very start, hold your hand through to the very, I say finish, it's not the finish, it's the point where you get your keys. So in terms of your purchase, it might be completed and finished. They'll look after you for years to come and they'll liaise with your solicitor throughout the process, the estate agent if needed, obviously organize the mortgage, be a good sounding board for you. They'll be there for you throughout. So that is key. If you've listened to this podcast before as well, you'll know that there really are no silly questions. And so things being nice and clear and easy for you to understand, absolutely really should be. And another thing, it doesn't happen that often from my experience, but it does happen that mortgage brokers are really experienced in solving problems. And I'll give you an example of one. If, for example, your lender throughout the application process sees a payslip or there's something on one of your payslips that they don't like and decide, actually, that changes the game. We're not going to lend to you all of a sudden. If that happens and you're going direct to this particular lender, yep, you can argue the toss, but if they really aren't going to change their mind, that's it. Your application stops and you go right back to the beginning. A bit like snakes and ladders, you go down that snake and you start at the very beginning. And particularly if you're a fair way along the process, how frustrating is that? And how does that feed into your stress levels? If it happens and you have a mortgage broker, again, whole of market mortgage broker, whilst it's not ideal, they will use their relationships as much as they can with the lenders to appeal to the underwriter's better nature to try and get things back on track with that lender. If that isn't the case, then they will look at other lenders. Probably before they even come to you to tell you there's a problem, they will have found another lender and they'll come to you right, I'm really sorry, this lender is not going to proceed. However, we have this lender, they've already provisionally agreed, for example, and we're going to proceed with them. And so in that case, they'd be back on track without you even worrying. Hassle or no hassle is the problem, and that feeds into stress levels. But it's also the amount of work and effort you've got to put in because we know you're busy, We know you've got lots going on with your work life, your career, your family life, loads of things to consider. And so the last thing you want is loads of extra paperwork, loads of extra meetings and and all those types of things, sitting on hold to give information or to find things out. And that's where your mortgage broker will really come into their own because they will do the work for you. So probably the biggest bit of work you have to do is to have the initial call 
tell them what you're looking for, what you're looking to do, give them the documents you asked for, and they will do most of it. Trust me, uh, it's something that we do every day. And we continue to look at ways where we can take more of the burden away from our clients and do more because the easier we can make it, the better your experience and the better all round. And so feeling supported both now and in the future, as we said, having a bit of a sounding board, somebody that you know has got your back and somebody not only is going to have your back now, but in the future. And from my experience of working in a bank and working with banks is that advisors tend to move on fairly quickly, whether that's into other branches, whether that's onto other roles, other companies, for example. And so it's really difficult to build relationships. And if, for example, you're buying your home this year, you go in, you pour your heart and soul out to somebody, you explain your situation, they get your documents, they really understand your situation. Two years time, your rate is up for renewal, or you're looking to move or your situation's changed. You go in, somebody else is there. You've got to start all over again. And it's not fun. And actually, if that then happens again in two years, it's something that you then start to dread. Whereas I know from experience with clients of mine, they'll pick the phone up and say, Mark, we're having a baby. We need a bigger house. I already know their situation. And I've got extensive notes. I've got their documents already on file. I can look things up and at my fingertips. And so quite often there, it's just a case of having a quick catch up, finding out how they're getting on, finding out what they're looking to do, and we can go away and, and find out their, their options. So essentially, it's having someone not just holding your hand throughout the whole process, which we said about earlier, but it's having someone that's got your back and will continue to have your back. And I have to say, that is one of my very favorite parts of the role that I do as a mortgage broker and running a mortgage business. It's finding out about people, it's building relationships, it's seeing them grow throughout their house buying lives, seeing them grow up, seeing them have children, buy a bigger house and so forth and seeing them thrive. And it really is a rewarding part of what I do. And I would suggest think of your mortgage broker and once you find a good one and someone that you trust to support and help you going forward, think of them a bit like your mechanic is for your car. So you trust someone, you go to them if, if your car breaks or if you need advice or guidance on your car. If you need advice or guidance for your mortgage, buying a house, moving, all those types of things, go to your mortgage broker. And how easy is that just to pick a phone up and you've got someone at the end of the line that you trust rather than picking the phone up, emailing a bank, trying to get an appointment, not knowing them and to go through everything from the start. So you, you get my point. And finally, peace of mind. Money, moving mortgages, it's really not that straightforward. And yes, we've got the internet, so in theory, it is easier. But then when you start looking, there's so much information. It's so often information overload and can easily leave us probably more confused than when we started. So having someone that's trained, someone that's got experience of navigating the mortgage world, and essentially is able to look at your options from across the whole market will be invaluable. Something that somebody said to me only today, a client that we, we were discussing, we've already organized their mortgage, they're buying for the first time. And they said to me, look, if we hadn't come to you as a, as a mortgage broker, we wouldn't be sat here now thinking, 
crikey, we need to protect ourselves and each other. Young couple, no children yet, but actually they're financially dependent on each other. So it's so important that they consider protecting themselves. Heaven forbid, if one of them passed away at some stage during the mortgage, it would leave the other saddled with a mortgage that they couldn't afford because they'd only have their income at a time where they're grieving and an absolutely terrible time. So just having conversations like that, it's certainly not my job to make people take life cover or look to protect their income. So because obviously it's your income pays the mortgage, pays the bills and things. And some employers offer very generous sick pay, some offer very, very little. So looking at those types of things aren't something that we automatically think of because when we look to move home the dream is this lovely big dream house it's all the bedrooms lovely kitchen dino whatever it is we focus on that what we don't think about enough and what there isn't enough awareness of is what if something doesn't quite go to plan what if one of us gets ill what if one of us passes away what if one of us has an accident and I've seen it I've had clients that have had cancer. I've had a neighbor that slipped and broke his neck and and is paralyzed from the neck down, age 49, and has got two young boys at the time. This is several years ago. So things do happen. And so my role is not just to organize a mortgage for somebody and essentially give them a, a debt. It's to make sure that if something were to happen to them, that actually financially they'd be okay and their family would be okay and they wouldn't lose the house or struggle and things like that are things that could easily be missed if you go direct or organise the mortgage yourself or if you go to a bank they may discuss those things. In my experience they'll tend to be limited to just maybe one insurer so again you're limiting yourself to one option whereas most mortgage brokers will have a, a panel of insurers to make sure you get the most suitable cover available to you. So in summary, when deciding whether to do it yourself or to use a mortgage broker, I really do feel strongly, keep your options open. Think of all those things that are important to you. Think about the time, think about money, keeping your stress levels down, removing as much hassle as you can, feeling supported, having someone to look after you, not just now, but for the future, and ultimately give yourself peace of mind. I'm really confident that a really good mortgage broker will be able to help you with all of those. And I find the majority of my clients, once we've helped them once, they come back and they tell their friends and their colleagues and their families because of the experience. And so if you haven't tried it, try it. Thanks so much for listening today. I really hope that you've enjoyed the episode and found it helpful. We'd love you to join us next time when I'll be discussing more hints and top tips from the world of money, mortgages and moving. In the meantime, please get in touch if you'd like some help or have a question about your own personal situation. You can contact me at inquiries at mhcmortgages.co.uk and my details will also be in the show notes. Until next time, take care.